In the morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, welcome to St. Mark Bemidji's podcast, a program that invites you to take a look at God's Word in a practical way in your life. Because the Word is written not just for anyone, it's written for you, so that you may believe, and by believing, you may inherit eternal life. Thank you for joining us today. Today, we continue our look at evangelism through a lens that seems outrageous and radical when really it is only demonstrating some of the strengths that the church once had and willingly has relinquished over time. Join us as we relearn the ideas lost so that we can once again be the sharpened tool in Christ's workshop. And before you ask, this book is written under a Creative Commons license, so I'm not stealing any intellectual property here. Pastor Richard wants this knowledge to get out. Our chapter today focuses on the lost sheep of the congregation. Maybe you're one of them. Maybe you're related to or are good friends with one. Either way, almost all of us experience this phenomena if we've been around the church for any length of time. I hope this chapter stirs up thoughts and ideas as you listen. If you're encouraged, confused, or even outraged by the content today, let me know. Send me an email at john.kirk at stmarksbemidji.org or leave a comment on YouTube or Facebook where this podcast is published and promoted. I encourage the flaming arrows of outrageous fortune. And now, on to today's study. Outreach happens, most simply, through families when a husband and wife have children and bring them to church. I'll be clear that families do not exist for the sake of outreach, as if families are only good because they're useful. Rather, families are a great good in and of themselves, and God has honored them highly by making them a great blessing to His church. We now move out another ring from the congregation, from the families of the congregation to the straying members of the congregation. These are people who, in their confirmation vows, when they were asked, Do you intend to hear the word of God and receive the Lord's Supper faithfully? said, I do, by the grace of God. And when they were asked, Do you intend to continue steadfast in this confession and church and to suffer all, even death, rather than fall away from it? said, I do, by the grace of God. These are the people who have confessed the same faith that you do, and expressed their intention to remain steadfast in that confession, and yet have fallen away. Before we talk about bringing new people into the congregation, We must do everything in our power to reach out to those who already claim to belong to us. Now we can face this sobering fact up front. Many of those who have absented themselves from our assemblies will not return. They have become apostate, a Greek word that means standing apart, and have come to signify in the church those who have rejected the faith. Nevertheless, we go after these people as if they were our own blood, because they are or at least were. There was a preacher who lived in the 4th century named John Chrysostom, who once preached a sermon called, To Those Who Had Not Attended the Assembly. He began the sermon by noting that many of those who belonged to the congregation were not present. Again, our church is desolate of her children, as he put it. And in the rest of the sermon, he noted the poor excuses people give for skipping church how some people only come for special festival days, and 
what those who are present can do for their wandering brethren. This is the summary of his recommendations. First, you have a duty toward those who are not here. And second, be persistent. Applying it to our context, first, we should not relegate the care of delinquent members to a pastor and elders. Calling back the erring is the responsibility of all Christians. And second, those who claim to be Christians have no right getting offended by those who try to bring them back. We need not fear the reaction of the straying. They're the ones who said they intended to hear the word of God and receive the Lord's Supper faithfully. If they feel put off by the church, well, that's their problem. We certainly shouldn't feel like we're intruding or doing something wrong by trying to bring them back and aid them in keeping their own vows. A word that Chrysostom likes in his sermon is impudence, which means persistence to the point of being annoying. You can think of the parable of the friend at midnight in Luke 11. When the man goes to his neighbor in the middle of the night and keeps knocking on his door, asking for something to serve his guest who has unexpectedly come to him. Jesus says, I'll tell you, though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. Luke 11, verse 8. So also, Christians, by their impudence, can bring back the straying. Here is what Chrysostom preaches. For a continual dripping of water, it says, pours into a rock. And yet, what is softer than water, and what is harder than rock? But nevertheless, the persistency overcame its nature. And if persistency overcomes nature, how much more will it be able to prevail over the will? And again, what then if they do not want it? If someone says, Make them want it by your continual besieging, for if they see us pressing upon them, they will assuredly want it. And he doesn't think it's going too far to recommend even this. Each one of you, Meet at the houses of your neighbors. Wait for those who come out, seize them, and lead them back to your common mother. And imitate those who are mad for the theater, who with all zeal make arrangements with one another, and in this way wait it on for that lawless spectacle. Just as the pagan world strives to bring along its own into sinful gatherings, so also Christians strive to bring along their own into the congregation. The church, their common mother. So don't be bashful in pursuing the straying. Don't even hesitate to quote their own vows to them if they get indignant or try to put you off. You're the one who said you intended to hear the word of God and receive the Lord's Supper faithfully. You're the one who said that you intend to continue steadfast in this confession and church and to suffer all, even death, rather than fall away from it. Pester them until they blush and return, or until they curse Christ and you. Don't fear that you're pushing people away by your efforts. If one of the strain becomes one of the damned, it won't be because you pursued him. It will be because he hardened his heart against the word of Christ. You're motivated by love for your brethren, such that even impudence isn't going too far. If people refuse your love, then you are being conformed to the image of Christ, who has been impudent with us, and thereby saved us. Sharing in the unjust scorn that Christ bore is no cause of shame, but a cause of rejoicing. Therefore, by pursuing the straying, we have nothing to lose, and everything to gain. More next time, my friends.
We hope that today's meditation on God's Word has enriched you. Divine services are held right here in Bemidji, Minnesota at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Sunday school and adult Bible study is also offered between our Sunday services at 9.15 a.m. Our church services are live-streamed at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings and are available afterwards on our channel, St. Mark Lutheran Church Bemidji. If you're listening or watching this podcast, you are cordially invited to join us in person next week and every week. This is our fourth year producing this podcast, and there is a large archive of devotional material online available if you want to learn more about God and His Word. Visit www.stmarkbemidji.org or look in the show notes in this podcast for a link to this and many other meditations on God. You can also search for St. Mark Bemidji on YouTube to find our channel. If you have any questions or you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website, which is once again, www.stmarkbemidji.org. All scripture readings are taken from the Holy Bible, New International Version, copyright 2011, and are used by permission from Zondervan. Meditation's daily devotional is published by Northwestern Publishing House and is also used by permission. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider subscribing and telling a friend. May God bless the rest of your day. Hey there, parents. Are you on the lookout for a fantastic school in the Bemidji area that embraces Christian values? Well, look no further. Introducing St. Mark's Christian Day School, where education meets faith in an extraordinary way. At St. Mark's, we get it. We understand that your child's education should be rooted in God, compassion, and unwavering faith. Our experienced team of dedicated educators are here to provide a top-notch education to students in grades K through 8 that nourishes the mind, heart, and soul. With small class sizes and a personalized approach, we create a safe and dynamic environment where your child can explore the God-given talent and excel academically. Our teachers integrate biblical principles throughout the day, ensuring your child grows into a compassionate and morally grounded individual. Our students are also able to participate in extracurricular activities with the Bemidji School District. For more information about St. Mark's Day School, call John at 218-444-3939 or at principal at stmarksbemidji.org.